Hi, I'm Caitlin. Hi, I'm Rebecca. We're not from Memphis, but we love it. Welcome to Memphis Type History, the podcast. So here we are recording our first podcast for Memphis Type History. Yes. If if you're nodding, no one knows except me, Rebecca. Because you're looking at me and I'm looking at you. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, we are not in the same city. Yeah, I, so we're talking by Skype. Uh, I'm in, this is Caitlin. My voice sounds like this. And I am in Shanghai, China. I'm currently in Memphis. That's Rebecca. That's me. And uh, I used to live in Memphis. I lived there for five years. And in June, I moved to Shanghai. And I live here now, and it's really awesome. And I miss Memphis. Uh, Very meaningful things in my life happened there. And so Rebecca and I wanted to continue our project in a different way. Okay, we should back up and actually talk about the project. Okay. We should give a Memphis-type history history. I could do that. And could I actually tell a story of how the Dancing Lady became our mascot? Yeah. That might be kind of cool. That'll make this episode way more interesting. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, do you want me to start now or talk about history? Or talk about Memphis Type, how Memphis Type started a little bit? Take it back to the very beginning and why you did the paintings. Okay. Before, when I was just a glimmer in your eye. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so if you were to look at Memphis Type History, the book, you'll see illustrations inside in the beginning of each chapter. And those are paintings that I produced, um, and they were based off of photographs mostly taken by Jeremy Green, who had started a summer project back in 2010, I believe, uh, where he took pictures of uh, different signage and um, landmarks in Memphis that were really cool. Uh, it was great because I wasn't from Memphis. I'm not from Memphis, but I just moved there maybe a year before he had started that project. Uh, so most of the images I was seeing, I, I hadn't seen before. And what's fascinating about the signs in Memphis is because Memphis kind of grew at a snail's pace, uh, a lot of it was kind of left behind. So a lot of the signage and buildings you see here are really old, um, whereas a lot of big cities, you know, come 80s, they demolish and they rebuild. And so you don't have as old of landmarks and signage that you see here in this city. So I found it fascinating. And then as someone who loves typography, um, yeah, it looked like a great fun subject to paint. And it was a way for me to get back into painting. And I did that. So uh, each chapter starts with that painting. And each chapter's content are people's stories and the history that comes from those different landmarks that Caitlin captured so well. Um, And it was fun working on this project because we got to tell each other the different things that we got to discover, uh, whether it was just odd or just exciting, because I think people were excited to tell their stories of each of these places. And it kind of gave us a glimpse into what Memphis was like, a place that we love, but didn't live in, didn't grow up in. And I think we got to appreciate it more because of that. Obviously, because Caitlin's in Shanghai, she still wants to be here to some degree. I 
I would think it sounds that way. And that's part of the podcast too, I think. Isn't it, Caitlin? Like you wanted to be able to take part in Memphis type history because it's not just a book, it's also a blog. Yeah, we when we got the opportunity to do the book, um, which was, I guess it we published it in November of 2014, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I think yes. so. And so... Obviously, a lot of writing went into that, um, and we were doing a blog at the same time. We started a blog as we began the book to start telling some of the stories and pieces of history that weren't going into the book, but that we found interesting. And we kind of kept the blog going after the book at a good pace for a while, and then both of us had some life changes. Rebecca took a full-time job, um, and I went back to school to get an MBA and then I had this move come up and moving overseas doesn't just happen in like two weeks, like maybe a move somewhere else could. Uh, There's a lot of preparation and stuff that goes into it. A lot of things you have to do, a lot of loose ends to tie up, a lot of stuff to sell and all of that. So we just had these changes that a lot of things were taking up our time in different ways. And so we realized we neither of us were really finding the time to write as much as we were on the blog. And once now I'm kind of settled here in Shanghai and realized, Hey, if we just did Memphis type history, the podcast that gives us a chance to connect on a regular basis, gives me that little bit of Memphis in my life and also helps us keep creating content but in a way that's maybe a little friendlier to our the way our lives look right now between time differences. And this way, we actually are collaborating on each piece of history that we're putting out there and discovering and sharing. Whereas if we're just writing blog posts, we, we don't really have as much collaboration opportunities we used to because we're in different cities and different continents now. So we're going to give this a try. See how it goes. All those listening, it's uh, in Memphis right now. It's 8.30 p.m. What what time is it over there? It is 10.30 a.m. Yeah. So good morning, Caitlin. Good evening, Rebecca. And I am a day ahead. So it's already Monday for me. Yeah, it's still Sunday over here. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be kind of fun since the plan is we'll be doing... A variety of stories, continuing kind of what we've been doing, finding interesting stories of different places in Memphis, mm-hmm. well, whether it's typography based or just landmark based, people of Memphis based. But ultimately, we're, we're finding stories to talk about. And so I thought maybe for our intro podcast, we, I could talk about the story of the dancing lady who has become our mascot, Memphis Type History Mascot. Um, Let's do it. So the story goes, when Jeremy Green doing his summer photography project called Memphis Type, which the website still exists, I I believe, memphistype.com, and you can still see the original photos and additional photos that he continued taking around the city. I don't want to sound like he's deceased. He's still alive, so I need to start saying it. He took... Uh, okay, just for everyone who d- is listening to this, I'm awkward sometimes with conversation. And it feels like I'm leaving a voicemail right now, and I'm not. 
I do agree with you. This feels a little bit voicemail-y, so, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll hit our stride. Yeah. It'll be fine. Okay. We'll get more professional. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I strive to be professional, Caitlin. I'm, I'm going to work for it. <laughs> um, this is just, you're just having a conversation with us. Yes. And we can't hear you. But, but I'm having a conversation with the robot between us. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you're just, you're just getting to listen in. We're just, get, we're just chatting. Yes. And we're learning how to not feel like, re- maybe we should just leave each other voicemails. That should be the podcast. But this will be better than that. We will put an episode out every week. We have nice microphones. Yes. And we have content. We have content that we have researched. Yes. And we have strategy for putting this out there. Strategy for ways that you can support it. Teaser. Foreshadowing. Mm. And we're going to have this guests. Is, we're going to have yeah. um, all kinds of interviews. We're going to have donuts. We are going to have donuts. Soon. Yes. Donuts are happening. That you can virtually pretend you're consuming with us yeah so don't start that whole 30 just yet yes so story yeah dancing lady the dancing lady for those of you who are familiar with memphis type history have journeyed along with us you know that we display and illustrate the dancing lady in pretty much all of our material in fact she's basically that's basically who we are that's what we look like. That's us. That's the dancing lady. Uh, I have brown hair. Caitlin has brown hair. None of us have blonde hair. The two of us don't have blonde hair. But uh, this dancing lady does. She's in a red. Uh, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, she's in this red bodysuit, I guess. It's like a, it's a dress. No, she it has, goes between the legs. She has a dress with um, go-go boots on. Yeah, but it's like hot pants, body, one suit. I... I'm going to look at our podcast artwork you gotta right look now. At, look at the crotch. Like, between the legs, it goes in. Actually, probably the podcast is not the best. This is not the best way to see the dancing lady. I'm going to look for somewhere else. Facebook. Our, all right. If you go to our Facebook... Um, Facebook. Profile picture. Which is facebook.com. Yes. Thank you. Memphis type history. Yeah, we need to... Go there now yes. and join the debate. We're about to debate the dancing ladies. Um lady parts if she's wearing a Here. skirt or hot pants one suit hot pants it's like, one suit okay sleeveless well, okay here's here's the issue it's not pants but i agree it might not be a dress yeah it's not a dress it, it's, it's like it's maybe like a tight a very tight romper okay yeah I, because it's definitely not like her legs are out she has it's like she has the, go-go boots. The stuff that men wore back out. in the for swimsuits back in the fifties or something. Yeah, it's a fifties men's swimsuit that she is wearing. Mm-hmm. But she was put up after the fifties, so this is sexy. The sexy Oh man. Jumpsuit? Now we're gonna have to put an explicit on this podcast, maybe, since we've said Sexy. Sexy and crotch and lady parts. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Children, don't listen to this anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's okay for children. Yes. Uh, <laughs> some of the podcasts might not be appropriate. We don't know Some yet. of them. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So maybe like treat it like a PG-13 movie and listen first. Yes. And speaking of PG-13, this dancing lady did appear in The Rainmaker, right? Yes, she did. Was that a PG-13 movie or was that rated R? That was, I don't know, because I'm old enough to not think about those things anymore. Okay. And I don't have any kids, so I don't know about ratings. Yes. 
Um, okay, but so it probably that, is not less than PG thirteen. Yes, definitely not. Uh, okay so back to what i'm trying to get to which is taking forever sorry um the dancing lady 50s romper swimsuit yes outfit okay she's in red she's got blonde hair she's basically been the 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 one who's been who represents us that's who we use when we have just marketing stuff or she's our facebook profile picture instagram profile picture twitter she's our avatar on and on yes she's our, our avatar yeah. avatar not we, james cameron we, avatar but she avatar. captures the, yeah mm-hmm. she captures the spirit of us and memphis type history <laughs> yes and where she came from I would, I would like to share that story is back when jeremy jeremy green was doing his summer photography project memphistype.com which you can go to and check out the website looked a lot different than it does now and he had a call out that said if you have any request of signs you'd like to see on this website you know email whatever the email was and so i made a request and i said hey there's some legs down on i think monroe now i can't remember the name of the street now can i just hold on Hey, Jeremy, there's a set of gams on Monroe I'd really like to see on your website. <laughs> yes, but yes, <laughs> but you know, but yes. Is that the street? Is it Monroe? It's in the Edge District. Uh, it's in the Edge. It's like one of those little V, the street, it like V's off. Yeah. It like at Sun Studios, you can either keep going right or you go left. Yeah, the, I should know this. I know I'm not how sure. to get places. I just don't ever look at the street signs. But yes. Anyway, that's besides the point. I mentioned, hey, there's a sign and it's Downtown Dolls. At the time, it was people knew it as Downtown Dolls. People now would know it more as more so as Spectrum or Club 616 because the address is 616. And uh, I said, look, there's a pair of legs and they look amazing. And it's because they're just legs. They don't have a torso. There's no woman. It's just legs. And I didn't think, and I made that request thinking he wouldn't do it because there's no typography. So it's Memphis type and it's all about signage with, with great typography. And I'm asking him to take pictures of legs. And so he does, but he went, he goes and he, he's, captured by the woman the lady and so he takes pictures of her and to my surprise he did it he took photos of the of the lady in red but so you were going after just the legs on the front of the building but he took pictures of the lady on the side yes okay which i love the lady on the side but i requested it because i couldn't get over the legs not having a body that it was just legs so the pictures are great they're amazing and i love them and it was definitely one of the maybe it might have been the second painting I painted from the Memphis Type Illustrated series that I did. Um, But it is the only one out of that entire series that doesn't have typography. And when Caitlin and I started Memphis Type History, and I didn't tell her, and she said, you know, we we should start a a website or a blog. And I thought, "Uh, all right. And she set it up. And you had designed it before uh, I could even tell, like, know what it could look like. And the first thing you see is that woman. And I thought, well, that is just perfect. Like, she, <laughs> Caitlin, just put the woman, the best image 
of all of them without the typography, but it works perfectly because we created the logo, Memphis Type History, and it worked well with her, you know? And I think as we worked along on Memphis Type History, I just found her more and more endearing. I took a trip with a good friend of mine to Drink and Drag just to check it out. The tweens are amazing. Um, the the people there are so friendly. Uh, then discovering the story about the signs and first off, how difficult it was to even find any information about that sign to begin with. I think we're coming up so close to that deadline of getting all the, all the chapters in and all that information in to our editor at the time. Uh, that we were kind of thinking this lady that we love so much doesn't have a story. Um, yeah, we're like, she's going to have to go. And yeah, and I I, I was I so determined not to that. cut her out. Because I was like, no, we got to find something. we got to find something on her. And Kay, I think, Kaylin, you're just like, but everything about this is about Danny Owens. And it's just kind of depressing, like this mafia. Um, yeah, it was like. I was trying to write the chapter and like the first version of the full chapter, it was basically like the history of strip clubs in Memphis. I hated it. Like it wasn't that interesting. It was kind of like this weird departure from the rest of the book. And I just said, yeah, and we're just really struggling with that chapter because I hated it. And mm-hmm. I don't think you did. I even show it to you. I don't even remember. I think but I'm sure you hated it. <laughs> Because it was, I think you had just told me about it, and it was enough to make me feel like, well, that's the disappointment. She's so lively to us um, and fun. She's a fun sign, or yeah, she's a fun sign. Yeah, she deserves and a it, fun it story. It wasn't coming across. Yeah, it wasn't coming across at all, and we we're just really kind of stumped, mm-hmm. like what to do. So it's getting close to deadline. Um, we're both just out and about trying to collect as much research as possible, interviewing people. And we had divided up the chapters of landmarks that we were researching. And one of the ones that I, I was researching was uh, Skateland. It's a r- roller skate place out in Raleigh that I went to visit and interview the people there. Super nice people. Um, and got their story, interviewed them. They showed me the whole roller rink. And they said, man, we hate to, we hate to see you go, but we, uh, we have an appointment uh, after you or in a little bit. So we're going to have to meet up with the, with this next, um, inter- or this next appointment we have. And I said, well, yeah, um, here, keep a poster. I gave him one of our posters that we had. And I said, uh, here's a gift for your time. And, uh, these are some of the paintings that I did. And they're like, Oh, wow. And they're like, Hey, what is, uh, they, for some reason, they started asking about it. And I said, yeah, I was like, you know, the one I'm really having difficulty with is that lady. I was like, well, I can't find any history on her or know anything about her. And um, she's a tough one. Because part of it, too, is we were trying to find out for sure, like, was she one of the original ones or was she like a copy or something? Mm-hmm. Like, we couldn't even figure out her true origins. Yeah. It was, yeah, we just, it was a mess. We couldn't figure out anything. And even with the Rainmaker, it was like, we saw her in the movie, but then it was like, what can we even talk about that? Because it looked like there was not just one of her, there were two of her on that building. And we're like, we know there's two of her, but just one of her is showing. We don't know what the other one looks like. Um, Yeah. And we, I was in contact with the set designer for that movie to try to confirm, to try to see if they could tell me where they got her from. Yeah, just so we could 
Did they ever get back on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, uh, they got, they recreated that scene. Like they recreated Danny's with those dancing ladies for the movie. So it was all props they had put together to like feel authentic, but it wasn't, it wasn't actually any real location. And so they couldn't confirm, like they thought, they were the original ladies, but they couldn't really... Like, I was able to confirm for the movie that it was at least her, one of her likenesses or whatever. But anyway, uh, I couldn't... I was hoping it would be, like, a better path to go down, and it kind of... They couldn't tell me, like, where they... I was trying to figure out, like, did they acquire her in an auction, or, like, where did they get That's right. the ladies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they did. I mean, I, I went back and forth with them by email, which was kind of cool, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, so you leave this poster at the skating rink. Yeah, so I leave the poster and I get a phone call from them. I left my information with them. They were going to email me some home photos that they had to contribute to the book, uh, which you could find on the Skateland chapter. The really cute skating photos. And as I'm driving, I get a phone call. And it was their DJ, one of the guys that I talked to. And he said, hey, you're not going to believe this. But our next appointment was our sign guy and he saw your poster and he saw the lady that you said you're having trouble with. And he said, I built that design or I built that sign. I said, you were kidding me. He said, no, no. He said he built that sign. And I said that you were trying to get information about it. So he said I could give you his number and you can give him a call. And so I did. And I had a meeting with this guy uh, and learned that there were he built six of them. But there's obviously just the one. And we learned about how there's two per billboard. So I guess there are two for the building and then two billboards that had two of these signs. Is that right? I think so. I'm not super clear. I'd have to reference the book and see if I actually say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure based on this. I mean, this was back in, what was it, like it was 2014 or 2013. Yeah. We started Someone all this research read, in 2013. Yeah. Someone go read the book. And write us an email and tell us what we said. <laughs> we really are just trying to get people in suspense again. So if you read the book and you forgot, this would be a good time to go back and, and reference it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he had said it was two on the building, two for and two billboards that had two of each. And he talked about stories about how people, the um, competing ben- vendors of different strip clubs would kind of try to shoot those, shoot those signs down because they didn't like Danny and all sorts. But I just thought the timing was insane and it made the book chapter so much more interesting. Um, and then even after like maybe two years later, I get a photograph from a friend and they found one of the dancing ladies. I think it was an, I should have checked up on it this before. It was in Illinois or something. What? Right. It was like in Illinois or something. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it was in Illinois and she said, and it was one of the blue dressed women that she found on the, while she was driving on the road out there and sent me a picture. So, uh, yeah. So the lady gets brought up at random times and she's worked out for us. Yeah. She's gone. Now. And now she's gone. And there's just a shadow left behind. So I don't know. They had at in the location, there was at least two other dancing ladies in that basement. But I haven't gone back there to check to see if they still have them. And I don't know where she went. No. The Lady in Red. Just a shadow on the wall. Can we put the exit music Lady in Red for this episode? <laughs> or should I just sing it? I don't think we can. We had, 
You have to like pay for stuff like that, I think. Oh. We could sing it and then it's fine, I think. If I sing it? Yeah, yeah. You could sing it, I think, and that's legal. So at the end of this fine. episode, can I can I fade out Lady in Red? Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Maybe we should just end it now because that sounds really no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a little story. Um what else should we in this intro episode? Maybe we should also tell people we've told them what Memphis type history is. Sorta. What I think I Memphis just did a really history, bad job of explaining what Memphis Well, you did a it, good job of explaining what Memphis type I history mean, is. It was it was not great. But you know, I'm gonna be real honest. It's like written all over the place. So if someone really wants to get into Memphis type history at, from this point on, they can go to MemphisTypehistory.com. Yeah. They can go to Facebook or Instagram. Um, yeah. and see lots of things. So yeah, because if there's or go buy the book. I mean, the book is there. It you know, I mean, that says a lot. So I, I feel like it's it's not our responsibility so much on this podcast to like give the definitive. Yeah, you know, history of this project. I, I think it's fine. Yeah, if there's one thing we've done right, we've been we've been doing a lot of documentation. So yeah, this is it's just there. to capture new stuff, really. And being that this was yeah. about the intro of Memphis Type, we took ourselves off card, so we weren't... Yeah, we didn't prepare for this. We didn't. We just we just decided to chat about what we're doing. Um, I didn't even know I was going to hear a story, so that was great. Yeah, I didn't um, either. <laughs> well, I haven't told a story, but yeah. you'll hear one next time we record. Yeah, do you want to tell them what's uh, coming up? <laughs> yeah, so what to expect from Memphis Type History, the podcast, is an episode a week of some sort of story. Uh, either Rebecca will tell me a story I've never heard before, or I'll tell her a story she's never heard before. Or on some, we might tell each other a few little stories, but it will all be new stuff for one of us. Also, we we will do some interviews occasionally with some folks, um, so you'll get some other people talking about Memphis history things from time to time. It, we we plan for it to be just like a little little fireside chat, all of us together. You in your car or in your home or wherever you listen to podcasts on your jog. Also, expect show notes. We'll have those. What are show notes for each episode? They're like um. Uh, you can go, if you go find the podcast at like memphistypehistory.com, you could see it more like a blog post and it'll kind of tell what we talked about and it'll give you any links we mentioned. Like if we're like, oh, and if you want to uh, know yes. more, you can watch this documentary or go to this website. Like we'll put those on there. We'll put pictures on there of people that we're talking about or whatever. So it's kind of, yeah, show notes are just like where you can go find further information um instead of having to like stop what you're doing right now and like go google something yeah that we that we mentioned so i'll make that'll be my job i'll keep track of show notes thanks and what else can people expect i said weekly episodes about little stories they can expect random stuff to happen yeah yeah because we're it's memphis we're just people it's memphis and we're just people Talking about Memphis. Yeah. And also, they can expect a way to support us. We are we have one of those Patreon accounts. So you can go become a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash Memphis Type History, I believe. 
And so we've got a way you can give even just a dollar and get behind the scenes access. We need to do a shout out to our editor every episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our team. It's, it's me, Caitlin and Rebecca over there in in Memphis on my computer. And then uh, Danny Barda is our sound engineer. So if you have complaints about sound, send them to her, (laughs) not to us. I don't have her contact information. You, if you're mad enough, you can figure it out. That's the team. Uh, And then, yeah, Patreon goes to support our team making this happen. Um, And we have merch you can get on there. We will also post some bloopers and other things that didn't make it. Like we'll post some cutting room floor snippets of things. And you also get your episodes early and lots of other things. However, however much you want to support us, you just sign up for a monthly donation amount and you get varying levels of goodies we also would love to have sponsors and so if you have a business and you would like to sponsor this podcast we have lots of fun and exciting ways that that can happen that we're pretty excited about mm-hmm. so you can email us at memphis type history at gmail.com oh uh we also would like your stories yes we'll have some ways that you can send us your stories right now you can send us by email of course anytime or through our website but we we want to tell some of your stories, so get ready for that. Yeah, I'm going to be hunting you down. I'm still here. Yeah. All right. Um, we hope we hope you're going to like this podcast. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now what do we do? I can do the exit Lady in Red music. Okay. I, yeah. Let's do it. I don't know the words though. Just sing the just sing the part we all know. Okay. You want to join me? You said we. That means you know it. <laughs> I know the part we all know. Lady in red is dancing with me. Cheek to cheek. There's nobody here. It's just you and me. It's where I want to be. I hardly know. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm so impressed. <laughs> so all I know is this. Lady in red. That's it. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, I was so impressed. I thought that's all you would know. No. I don't I don't know any of those other words. Because I only know this song from a commercial. <laughs> DJ remix. Make it work moment. Where your voice goes oh. Lady in Red in the background a whole bunch. Yeah, let's do a Lady in Red remix. <laughs> Next podcast, what's it gonna All be right. about? What's your story gonna be? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell about some radio stuff. We're gonna I'm gonna tell a really interesting story about radio in honor of the podcast. The new wave of radio. Oh, that's genius. That should be the next episode. Okay. It can be. Yeah. The next. Okay. So the next episode is about radio. Um, and it, it, you can listen to it now. It's available. We haven't recorded it yet right now, but in the future, it'll be there. Sounds good. All right. Are we done with this? Yeah, I think intro? so. Unless you want to All sing right, Lady well, in Red again. No, I'm going to see how that remix turns out. Hey, if you want to hear the remix, you got to be a Patreon supporter. So go give your dollar bills. Dollar bills. Patreon.com. Hey, isn't it appropriate that we talked about the Lady in Red stripper? Yeah. Yeah. 
Give us give us those dollar dollar bills. Yeah, give you. the lady in red some dollar bills. Yeah, we won't tell your families. Nope. All right, Memphis and beyond. I like your type. We're Memphis type history, and we're signing off. You've been listening to Memphis Type History, the podcast. It would mean so much to us if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. Be sure to subscribe and never miss an episode. Want to be part of Memphis Type History and get behind the scenes content, merch, and more? Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Memphis Type History. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Memphis Type History. Find more Memphis Type History on our blog at memphistypehistory.com, on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as Memphis Type History, and on Twitter at Memphis Type.